Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right, now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, Lorraine looks like they're trotting out a couple Christmas classics to sing an old Christmas classic. Trot is right, you're built like a horse, except only in the face. Oh, well, Merry Christmas to you, Lorraine. Merry All Christmas right. to you. I don't think we've sung this one since the Ford administration. And what a joy that has been. Well, here we go. All right, try it out. A teeny tiny little Christmas. A teeny hello, tiny little ho, ho, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Paper Jam baby Podcast, baby. where every single week, Mike and Kenny use a paper trading platform to randomly move their fake money from one stock to the next one. And even though the money is fake, their emotions are still very real. I'm Santa Claus. Mike's done this bit every week for four weeks. He's Mike. He's joined with Kenny. And this is the final episode of the Paper Jam Holiday Spectacular. Actually, I just I, I want to get in there real quick. Um, oh, I, uh, fuck. Uh, it's me, Bingle. I don't know if you remember. So, um, of course, last, I remember uh, you, Bingle. So last week we were discussing whether or not I could get reimbursed for my flight. And so you didn't reimburse me. And that's I mean, it's not OK, but I'll move on with it. Right. Because on credit. So all this dispute the charge, and you know, whatever, run up the chain. Then I took a flight back and that flight, I, I had a stop over in New York City. And I decided to go to a couple of restaurants and I was curious, like, if there's any way, like, you know, just at least, you know, I'm already eating one fee, you know, like, I, Bingo! I like, what? They ran it up the flagpole. Hence why I, Santa Claus, am here to tell you to knock it off. All right. Fine. You know that elves are not financially reimbursed for these, for these th- things of travel. You can travel yeah. on the sleigh. They're not going to pay. And people are stopping listening because you keep coming on and ruining airtime with this nonsense. I, you know, I, it's not, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to ruin anything. I feel like it's aggressive to say I'm trying to ruin the show, but I will, I would really like to be, you know, let's go back to my hole. I'm going to go back to my hole. I think that would be best, Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, a Rottweiler grabbed grabbed Santa's the back of Santa's coat, dragged him into the hole with Bingle, and maybe that's it for the both of them for the rest Mike, of history. I love the Christmas hole, don't you? I'm scared of the Christmas hole. Um, I spend all year, you know, eleven months out of the year in fear of. When December, you know, when December rolls around and Santa Clauses walk around, and then you see the Christmas hole just sucking in everything in its path, old yeah, ladies' like cars. Yeah, when you're just in, you're just in your house, peeking out the window, cowering in fear, hoping it doesn't see you, but you need to look because it can and will. Try. It's like the T Rex in Jurassic Park Two, where you look out the window and it's just there. Yeah. (laughs) Your dad pushing you to look out because even he's a little nervous and that makes you even more scared. Standing in the doorway with an axe going, this hole must end. (laughs) And then you get outside and realize you're trying to fight a sucking hole with an axe. Well, anyways, Mike, uh, my name's Kenny Gray. And uh, (laughs) uh, what's going on? Not too much, man. Well, um, I, I'm glad to see you. You're all the way down in South Carolina. I think what people love about the Holiday Spectacular um, 
is that you never know where anyone's going to be. There's there's no. people popping in and out. Like I'm in New Hampshire. I've missed a flight. You're in South you were in South Carolina, now you're in North Carolina. It's crazy. I wasn't sure where we were going to record, so that's why I sound like this, but you've got your microphone and I'm actually in North Carolina, but I was in South Carolina. I'm trying to travel as much. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm a bug chaser for that Omicron, baby. <laughs> now that the Omicron is out, Kenny's been on a cross-country road trip. I keep I just missing, earlier. I keep, every time I walk into a room, I see like a door close on the other side of the room. Like, was that Omicron? Was that it? <laughs> was that him or her? <laughs> uh, there was an early episode in the podcast that you were doing a bit that you were just, we were like with COVID and stuff, it's really dangerous to fly. And you said, no, fuck that. I'm seeing the whole world. <laughs> saying, like, see, you were using this as an opportunity to travel all over the country because these flights are so cheap. Um, well, yeah, Ken, I'm glad that you're safe in North Carolina and no Omicron. I mean, you know, do you think I got Omicron virus when I had COVID? I don't know. Um, because when you get tested, this is what I don't know, right? You know, you can Google things, but God love you. The internet's a wacky place these days, huh? Um, when you, you just did a home test? Uh, the other day? No, oh, when, when I got, you, when, when I had COVID. COVID. Yeah. I just did a home test. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. I wasn't going anywhere anyway. I wasn't going to risk it anyway. I, I knew I was kind of getting over it, but I was like, I need to know what this was. And I got two positive home COVID tests. Oh, um, yeah. Cause like you have to you go, think I'm lying. Have, no, I no, I, I know you had COVID. <laughs> I think you fucking That's faked right. it. <laughs> I think you faked it. I think you were in the shower, wetting yourself to look like you had a fever. <laughs> Putting the thermometer on the, on the light bulb. But you have to get, I, cause I don't know. How do they know what type of covid you have is there like a guy with a mustache who's like a mixologist like, let, <laughs> let me check you out see what kind of covid you got yeah i've seen them all yeah they there there apparently is a, a more intense test that you can get at a hospital or something that like costs more money or is it takes longer to get that they'll tell you the brand i don't care the brand though but although this one apparently let's not talk too much about covid on the uh, well, wow let's know let's spread but misinformation like soft butter <laughs> spreading misinformation the same way we do on this show spreading misinformation acting like we are learning anything about the stock market when in reality we're just bubbling boofing around not really knowing what's going on but the omicron is different symptoms right it's just like a run it's a runny nose and it's i do not know mike let me tell you how the show works before we yeah go on the- and tell me how the show works we stop talking about disease. until there's some man in a bar and like soggy hey. like i listened to the paper jam and they said i was fine so, <laughs> they said it's nothing but a case of the sniffles. So, Mike, uh, 35 weeks ago, we started with $10,000 of fake money. And every week, we traded on a paper platform or paper trading platform randomly from one stock to another. Last week, our money was, a- it was an AMC. And this is our, you know, it's been the holiday special. And uh, this episode comes out, I think, just the day or two before Christmas. So, yes. we are doing Christmas Eve. Mattel. Oh, very exciting one. Um, and yeah, this is very exciting. I mean, it's the end of an era. This is the end of the, this is the final episode of the Holiday Spectacular, which in hindsight, you know, I don't know if it was all that spectacular. Uh, your qualities, your quality, <laughs> sound quality is a little bad. We recorded the last episode with Danny Shea and I, um, 
my I lost my audio recording, so we put the Zoom on. <laughs> so for half of the Holiday Spectacular, we had half of the amount of guests that we said we were going to have. We didn't have a Hanukkah special, which I think I promised. <laughs> and well, our audio quality was, was fucked for half of them. Um, but, you know... I'm still, I've still been having fun. It's, hey, it's just a little we're, different. We're, it's a little exciting. We're the, we're the deadbeat dad of podcasts, Mike. We're we, the, you know, if you listen, make, if you're a paper pal, promises. if you're a paper pal and you subscribe to the Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash the paper jam pod, and you listen to our review of Jingle All the Way, the best Christmas movie ever, we're a lot like Howard Langston, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who often says, I'll be there, Jamie. I promise. But he you know what? He wore it around a lot in that movie. He does? You know, I guess he does. I promise. That's his big thing. I promise. You're my number one customer, Liz. Anyway, not everybody's seen that movie, so I'll move on. But yeah, we like, are we are kind of the 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 deadbeat dad who's making a lot of promises for this holiday spectacular, and it's been a, a holiday event. Let's just call it that. I don't well, know how spectacular my, it's been. I think this episode is gonna be particularly spectacular because Mattel is a I fascinating agree. company. Um, and let me just get started. So Mattel Incorporated is a global children's entertainment company that specializes in the design and production of toys and consumer products. The company engages consumers through its portfolio of iconic franchises, including mm-hmm. Barbie, Hot Wheels, <laughs> American Girl, Fisher Price, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, Uno, and Mega. It operates through the following segments, North America, International American Girl, the North America and International segment market and sell products organized into the following categories, dolls, infant, toddler, preschool, vehicles and action figures, building sets and games. The American Girl brand segments markets and sells historical dolls, books and accessories through Truly Me, Girl of the Year, Bitty Baby and Welly Wisher <laughs> brands. The company was founded by Elliot Handler, Ruth Handler and Harold Matson in 1945. Harold Matson, Elliot Handler, Matson, Elliot Mattel is headquartered what? in El Segundo, California. The listed name for Matt is Mattel. So that's how Mattel got its name. Matson was the last name of what one about guy. Ruth uh, Handler. Well, okay. So I saw a couple of things. I think Ruth is, uh, a, a, you know, I, I saw a couple things that the two, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a history that like these two guys started it and they're like, eh, Ruth wasn't really, uh, really involved. But, yeah. But uh, Ruth. Quick, quick fun fact, Ruth, uh, let, let me double check if I get this right. Yes. Elliot and Ruth Handler, uh, the reason she's co-owner of the company and this makes total sense is, uh, can you guess the name of Elliot and Ruth Handler's daughter? Mattel. It was Barbara, a.k.a. Barbie. Barbie. Oh, my God. Can you guess? How old are these people? You ready for the next fun fact? Can you guess the name of their son? No, it is not Ken. It's Ken. Perverts. (laughs) Ew. They're making Barbie and Ken kiss and marry. (laughs) <laughs> oh god yeah what the hell that's so weird why would you do that they, 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 they just felt like that i would have thought their son's name was goddamn gi joe <laughs> no but uh gi joe the hell? thing to bring up they started their company it seems like in the um what are they 1945 yeah 1945 after world war ii um yeah after the war 
Um, and the so they, they come them. back, they make these toys, they sell well. Um, they make, you know, they make a, a variety of things. Um, <laughs> can you tell that I'm just looking for my notes? But anyway, your screen, your, your, your face is completely lit up with a white light and your eyes are just like barreling through reading a paragraph that you found on Wikipedia. Oh, oh your mouth is starting to look like a Christmas hole. <laughs> So, so, um, you know, one of their early products that really got them going was Hot Wheels. That was one of their early products making those. I mean, people, you know, I I had a childhood friend whose dad was obsessed with collecting Matchbox. Hot Wheels Barbie was the other one. So that's why your friend's adult dad was obsessed with Hot Wheels. My friend's adult dad had a basement that was dedicated to the Three Stooges and Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars and WWE wrestling. Anyways. I'm just confused as how he has a son because it sounds like this man has never gotten laid in his life. He found a wonderful woman from Dorchester to marry him. Oh, my God. Who loves long walks on the beach and Hot Wheels. Well, Mike, uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about how Mattel works. So they make these products, right? Hot Wheels, Barbie, they grow. The way the toy industry seems to work is that bigger companies absorb smaller companies. Make total sense. They're just making toys, right? And they can benefit from streamlining production. Um, But in 1988, Mattel signs a lucrative deal with Disney. So Mattel agrees to produce all of the toys for Disney characters and properties. And that's a great deal. So then they signed the same deal throughout the years with Nickelodeon, Tyco, and Tyco has RC cars and Sesame Street and Harry Potter. Okay. And then the, the other thing they own the rights to, there's obviously knockoffs of this, but for a long time, they own the brand names of Frisbee, Hula Hoop, and Scrabble. Whoa. So they own big, big toys. Um, so Mike, my question is to you, I, I think we generally do this in companies with brands. I want to start off with, of those brands I just listed, which of those really jumped out to you? And here's a few more of them. Sorry, let me list these out. You tell me which of these really resonates with you. Barbie, American Girl, Polly Pocket, Pictionary, Hot Wheels, Uno, Matchbox, Apples to Apples, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Fisher Price, Thomas the Tank Engine, and Barney. Barney! <laughs> Oh, oh my! Oh, I forgot. Barney always had like a Mattel. What? He's owned by Mattel. I guess you said that. Did you say they that? Sign, no, no, no. They don't own so much. Mattel makes a ton of money. They do it for movies for like Jurassic Park, where like, hey, we've got a, a franchise like Jurassic Park. Part of that is going to be toys. Let's sign with Mattel to produce all the Jurassic Park franchise toys. I see. And then they bring their guys in like, hey, we think this would be a good toy. You know, they help you. They, like I'm bringing my guys in. This is Danny. Makes the best dinos in the bed. He's <laughs> going to really make you nice favorites. <laughs> well, Ken, uh, the Barney thing really did throw me for a loop. But I, 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 when I was going through these, there was one toy that really stood out. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to put it in the chat. And I'm going to ask, and I'm sorry that this is an audio medium, and for some reason I just act like it's not, and I do a lot of interactive visual stuff on this show that the audience just has to, I guess, just deal with. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So I want to know, does – what the hell – I'm having a little trouble here. Does this 
Yes. Let it okay. let let the internet slow our show down. Sing a song or something. This episode. Tell me what you had for breakfast this morning in detail. Oh, in detail. Okay, so this morning we started out in Charleston, South Carolina, and we went to a Starbucks somewhere in between, somewhere near Columbia, South Carolina, and we got a blueberry scone from Starbucks. And really, uh, which honestly, Starbucks, you might as well call that a triangle-shaped muffin, honestly. Um, but while we were in the Starbucks, this woman approached me and my uh, fiance Moira. Uh, you can suss out what might have happened um, and said, do you uh, rep a brand? Your style is so on point. And we to said, you or to, no, to, to you, <laughs> to you, oh, I'm sorry, you. Uh, yeah. And then we said, no. And she said, oh, okay. And then she walked away. Um, I think <laughs> it's because we were wearing like long tan coats and that's maybe not oh, a common yeah. like. Oh, so. So okay. northeast of you. Yeah, I got another I one, baby. So uh, that was a very interesting is. story. But yes, so Kenny just saw my picture. And Ken, dog, guess what? I got another fucking one coming right for you. Let I wonder if the listeners at you. home. Yes, see if the listeners at, listeners at home, see if you can guess what this is. Because this was the most impactful toy in my house in my childhood. Now, uh, uh, lots of friends had this. It is the Fisher-Price castle set it's three towers with the drawbridge and gold knights uh knights in gold armor and knights in black armor that might not draw quite maybe i feel like if i hadn't seen this image go google that the fisher price where did you google to find this i i was gonna say literally at whatever you're doing stop what you're doing right now if you're at the gym or if you're in the car don't well, if you're in the car driving don't do it but just google no, no, no. fisher pull over fisher. <laughs> Fisher Price Castle, or the second thing I saw, I don't know if you saw the second thing, Ken, Fisher Price Old West Town. Now, I have more distinct memories of the castle than the Old West Town. Um, and Mike is going to his closet because he's at his childhood home in New Hampshire. And you know why I remember why where yeah, I see baby. the castle is right there because it's in your goddamn closet in your basement. It's very dusty. Very dusty, oh, but that's it's why gotta, it's top it's of mind. Be. But Google this in real time on your own. And if you did not own this or have a friend that owned this, if you're driving that car, just run it off the highway because you have not even lived a life. This, I don't know what it is about this thing, Kenny, but me and my brothers, I don't know if it was the same Christmas, if it was the maybe the Christmas after, but Sean, my brother, Sean, my brother got the old West cowboy town and I got the castle and it was oh. a very Pokemon red, Pokemon blue kind of situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There was a sense of identity of like, I like the castle. I like, I used to love to read the master magic Treehouse books and stuff like that. And after I got that castle, I was very into like knights and dragons and shit like that. When I was like in elementary school and my youngest brother, got the jungle he got the jungle one too and that was cool wow i got that in my closet too but i'm not gonna take it out because this is an audio medium <laughs> did you oh, have I, the fisher price castle i don't you know what that's a good question it's hard to remember at a certain point I, what I toys i had and what toys i stole from my friends of course which ones i cleverly hid in my uh, I almost said <laughs> so clever ass, ass. 
<laughs> cleverly no, hit in my ass. I'm actually not sure I did because at that time, you know, there's you're going on a lot of play dates at that time. It's hard to remember yes. which memories line up with. Well, I think I was at my friend. Mar- I think I was at my friend Mark had them, but then I think I might have. I think I might like. My, I think my church daycare might have had that too. Um, oh yeah, I spent a lot of time at church growing up. It wasn't. I I went to a very that's coming like, out a lot on the show. Uh, it was a lot of childhood. Time. It's a very watered down Presbyterian church, not overly, not extreme, like the kind of church where mm. like. They said that they co-sign gay marriage and have a female um, priest, and some people like left the church over it. So it's a good they're cool. progressive people, but yeah, uh, you know, they were also sort of like free daycare on Sundays. So I think that's why I was yeah. there. Uh, you'll go to church. Oh, but they had a giant playroom full of you know everyone kicked in toys, and that was one of them. Um, Dude, I want to know that though, thing Mike, slapped. I want to know in general. Are you? childhood toys what are your what are some of your favorites are you were you a toy guy i was I mean, we all are in a way but i want to hear how you you know no, that, tell, tell me. You're, you're kind of opening my eyes to that a bit of, of what does that mean because as you know and we've talked about in the podcast i was not like a video game house i was obsessed with television but i wasn't allowed to we had computer games but anything beyond that like we didn't have uh, Super Nintendo. We didn't have Atari or whatever the hell uh, until way later. So what my brothers and I used to play with what we 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 would just refer to them as guys. It was like, do you want to play guys? Do you want to play with guys of like uh, of these? Like in my closet over there, there's just a ton of just like little like i don't know just action figures things that you would mess around with and my older sister had barbies and you know you rip the heads off the barbies uh that's a big <laughs> formative part of life which i realize now you didn't probably have any of that unless you had barbies unless you and adam had barbies but you didn't have a sister in the house so you didn't get any of the girly toys well my i i don't totally know the reasoning why um we had barbies in the house i think it was because i, I knew uh, you did i was part of a play group of kids i think my parents were my mom was big into like i I don't really know how it got organized but there was a play group there was a group of like seven kids that i like hung out with on the weekends who like after like age i don't even know six i didn't see anymore maybe seven yeah i I actually don't really know when that drifted off um but so we had barbies we had kind of um everything just a generic sort of melange uh, but i was a big action i was a big i'm uh, not action action figures yeah action figures and legos those are my two things i was the same kind of like legos were a, massive let's just take a bunch of the, the guys and line them up and play war and make up stories um yeah that's when i began my first storytelling um <laughs> <laughs> i am a storyteller uh, of, of kill me <laughs> did you videotape uh your guys and make little movies i used to do that Ooh. You know what? I, I I bet I did. Tell me about yours. It was always just like a guy being like, whoa, whoa. It was always somebody falling off something. You'd be like, grab my hand. No. It was just a lot of that. What's the best, what's the best home movie you remember? Was there is in general, it doesn't have to be toys. Is there a home movie that like really comes to mind? Um, there was one of my brother and I were playing Legos. Uh, I don't remember what the movie was about, but my mom was videotaping it. And, uh, 
it was like me and my brother being like, okay, like turn on the camera and start putting on our movie. And then she was like, okay, what's the, what's the movie called? And I like looked at my brother and my brother went, my brother went diamond. (laughs) I was like, okay, Okay. that's all I remember from it. It's like, it was terrible. I just remember like, what's it called? Beat diamond. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Diamond. It's a movie called diamond. And then, and then, uh, yeah, uh, there will there will be blood. Is that a movie about diamonds? <laughs> uh, sure. Is it? It's about blood diamonds, isn't it? I've never seen. That's it. an oil. Uh, I'm an oil. You should have seen my movie. I'm an oil man. Uh, no, but but yeah, there there wasn't a lot of narrative storytelling there as much as it was a guy falling off of a cliff, aka a desk at my in my living room. But yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cutting edge stuff at the time. My and nana I, thought so, at least. Oh, and your nana. Um, I mean, she's a critic. She's a tough <laughs> critic, but yeah, when she saw Diamond, she was pretty impressed. I almost said, "Yeah, your nana writes for the New York Times." I was like, "Why am I being an asshole about his nana?" <laughs> hey, leave my nana out of this. I'm seeing her. This, I'm seeing her in two days on Christmas Eve. You best believe I'm not fucking bringing this up. Mike, am I correct in pinning you down as a Uno guy? Um, I mess around with Uno. I, I wouldn't call myself a Uno guy, but you know what? Like, I think Uno is one of those things that no one wants to play until all of a sudden you're sitting down and you're like, "All right, I fuck with Uno. Uno's great." Do you like what? Like, have you played Uno anytime recently? I, I feel like I played it a couple of years ago and had the time of my life. I've played it and have fun, but it's not. It was never a game like in my circle of friends, you know, that we because I, I didn't really like. Uh, not a lot of card games in my mm-hmm. like we had a mutual friend who what was that monopoly deal or what was that i was called? going to say the the peak adult toy in my adult life is fucking monopoly deal and you know well, what if you guys are hasbro. listening <laughs> then turn this thing off and go to when we do hasbro a year and a half from now because oh my god did you already look that up because you knew i was going to bring it up no i just knew that hasbro has monopoly so I straight up kind of hate games. I'm not a big like, come on, let's do a board game, guys. I'm always like, oh, I don't really want to do it. I mess around with Monopoly Deal. If you're listening and it's too late now, but maybe you're listening to the holiday special next year, spectacular next year, and you're trying to think of the perfect stocking stuffer or something, Monopoly Deal, imagine the fun of Monopoly in a 7 to 12 minute game form. It's incredible. It's a card game and it's so much fun. It costs probably like $8 to buy. It's just the most fun. I love it so much. I play, or, you, play you and I have played or you could play Uno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> quit crying. Quit trying to bring this back to the stock that we're actually doing. No, I honestly, Kenny, you were listing off the Mattel shit and I was like, these all suck. Fisher Price baby toys, Hot Wheels. <laughs> what am I fucking your friend's dad? Barbie, well, boring. But the best thing they're going for them is Barney. Mattel Thomas the sure, Tank Engine. This is baby stuff. Mattel makes toys. Like pure mm-hmm. toys. And uh, so a little bit of background on, I did a project. My, one of my first big projects in grad school was my, this first half, the first semester, the, my big end project. I worked with this team for you know a couple of months was to do a final project on Mattel like okay and spoiler alert i don't really remember what we <laughs> talked <Jesus> about jesus christ <laughs> but 
I do know that in general, Mattel has struggled with the digital world because they make toys, right? And Hasbro, yeah. uh, Hasbro makes more games. Um, yeah. And I was, I, I, you know, I, 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 did, I had one friend growing up, my closest childhood friend growing up um, was more of like a book. We would like, we would, he would like read books and we'd like play video games and like board games and like have swords and run around. Like that was the sort of stuff yeah. I was doing. Yeah, but yeah. not board games. I wasn't playing Boggle. I think I played a lot of like that stuff. And you probably did too, like in middle school, like when you'd be like, when you're like 14 and you're like free to like go to a friend's house and like, but you know, at drinking age, at least or my friends weren't like partying at that age yet. So we were playing trouble and sorry and drinking Mountain Dew and laughing, you know? Yeah. 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 I think in middle school, the, the, the board, there are board game people in this world. Uh, We have lots of friends who are, who are like that. And I think in middle school is when you start to, be like, hey, I uh, like, you know what I mean? Like identifying yourself as a game person. And our friend Kara, like we would go to her house in high school and she would yeah. always have like beyond the saris and the monopolies, she would be like, right. does anyone want to play Imagine If or does anyone want to play Seen It? That's a Mattel product, Imagine If. Imagine if, hey, and that was one I actually bought for my family for Christmas because we had such one a of my favorite memories is playing that game with uh, you, me, Caleb, and Adam. Is that it? is that who we were playing? Oh with? yeah, yes. Adam is my brother, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yes, and uh, is that Imagine If or is that a different game? It was like you're supposed to make up fake scenarios, and we just kept making them about like uh, us dating our dads. Imagine if is a game where you say, imagine it's like, uh, imagine if a police, oh, it's the only one I can think of, which is maybe Pick not another one. Sarah. Pick another imagine one. If a policeman, <laughs> imagine if a policeman pulled you over, <laughs> what would you say? And so then everyone writes something down and you have to guess who wrote what. But we took it as an opportunity to write the craziest things. Yeah, you're supposed so to make fun. it like somewhat realistic. <laughs> And no, we were just on. trying to one up like how insane it could possibly get. It was really fun when we were playing it us four. It got really awkward when we played it with a larger group and we yeah. kept writing the same insane stuff. Like it basically like, it'd be like imagine if a police ever pulled you over, what would you say? One person would be like, can I please get out of it? Uh, oh, sorry, officer. I thought I was doing the speed limit. And then one is like, <laughs> hey, handsome, I've got something down here you might want to see. Wink turns on music. Like, yeah, I remember there was a lot of talk of of peeling our underwear down. <laughs> that was a lot of your talk. No, there yes. Anyway, it was very disgusting. Anyway, but yeah, no, I that was a fun game. Um, and I do, and I though those were fun of like you just like you just like I do miss those of just like really trying to just like crack up the people around you like as much as you can it's it's been a while i don't want to sound like that video but it's been a while since i've cracked up you know when you're playing a game you're cracking up last one i'll do is uh, i doubt this is mattel but remember we played that that battlestar galactica game with caleb wells like bought it Uh-oh. and you put on the I tron soundtrack and we did an interactive yeah. co-op game that was very fun i bet that's milton bradley Milton Bradley dude what the hell do they got going on over there I'll tell you what nothing well Mike speaking of nothing we'll see what happened to our money when we come back from the break 
See you later. And we're back. What a wonderful break. That was. Kenny is upside down in his chair in his uh, in Bora's dad's office. What's that? Give me the interior of that office. What's going on in there? I am in Moira's dad's office and uh, doing a little thing. A place I like that deserves do. respect and business deals have happened. And then you're doing this piece of shit show. Something I try and do when Mike is speaking is to make like crazy faces and like move my yes. body in weird ways to try and make him laugh. Like in this one, I was trying to like get so low in the chair, I fell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing funnier than someone falling out of a chair. I really well, feel that way. You want to hear something funny that happened to our money? <laughs> we lost it all. <laughs> drummer, what happened? Please. Thank Last you, drummer. Week. Our money was an AMC, and our initial $10,000 investment was valued at $7,805.16. And this week, we lost $297.67, down to $7,507.56. Mike, we have, uh, you know, I don't know if we made this adjustment on the actual episode. But when we we said, I think we said in AMC that our investment was at eight thousand something. When we took it out, I think we tried to sell it. Yeah, it actually got sold. Something happened that like we didn't actually have that money, and we actually had seventy eight hundred. So now we're firmly in the seven thousands. Oh my god! It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas nightmare. I wish I was one of the toys in Toy Story, but not when they're running around, when Andy's in the room and they're just frozen solid. No responsibilities, <laughs> no issues. They're just float. They're just all they had to do is sit there. Compared to me, where I'm tied to this sinking goddamn ship, is the podcast, what will we do if we lose all the money? Because I'm starting to get very nervous that that's going to happen. We're going I, yeah. down like a goddamn balloon. You understand at that point we have to refinance, which I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Maybe I do not we have know to, what that means. We have to like contact another podcast and like let them use <laughs> some of our time. I think there's another podcast using a paper trading platform that they could just loan us a couple bones, help us get back on our feet. Well, you know what they say, Ken? Well, no, <laughs> you know what they say? It's an expression in the stock market is you've only lost money when you sell, when, when you, when you give up or when you sell, I forget how the exact expression goes. You know what I mean? You put $10,000 in Mattel and you lose $2,000, but you've only really lost money when you decide, uh, I'm scared. I'm taking it out. You know what I mean? Because you right. still have that stock and you know, maybe a year from now it, it goes up. $40,000 and you're like, oh, okay. But as long as it's in there, you haven't really, you have lost money, but you know what I mean? But in this show, yeah. we, we can't take advantage of that at all because we just no. mindlessly pull it out <laughs> every week. Right yeah. premise for a show. It'd be a very way boring. To make money. Maybe we'll change the name of the podcast to hold and we'll just <laughs> hold. We'll leave it in Mattel for three years. <laughs> How stupid would that be? We uh, <laughs> name of the podcast called hold. And we just put it all in Tesla for 10 years and we just are like, oh yeah, that's just crazy. What's good. Can we check in on the S and P 500? Ooh, or is that something yeah. that would take you a long time to do? We don't do this enough on the show, but uh, I think it was unfortunately a week after, but when Kenny and I initially invested 10,000 fake dollars into, uh, into what was originally build a bear workshop, uh, we had this smart idea of like, Hey, this show, we're going to randomly move the money every week, no matter what happens. But, 
there's another way that you can invest, which is investing in an index fund. The index fund we chose is the S&P 500, which is the 500 top performing companies in the stock market at the time. So it's a lot of your Facebooks, Apples, Tesla, and you know, the 500 stock, once that dips down to 501, they pull it out and they put a new stock in. So when you buy a share of the S&P 500, which I think right now is about $415, you're buying a tiny piece of this huge, of these, of, you're buying a tiny piece of these 500 companies. Oh, but the joy well, in that is, <laughs> oh my God. So Mike just vamped for a really, really long time, only for me to find out that uh, the app- I took the we, money out because I needed it. Please tell no, me that you didn't. <laughs> No, I don't know why it did that. It must have reset. So I don't know. I God don't know. We could, well, we'll uh, be able to find it, but it will take a long time. And God damn it. All right, Mike. Uh, after that quick little blip of an edit, I figured out what happened. So okay. we started out. It was like with $10,000, the price of it was whatever. I just Googled it, what it was around in May. And then I did the change in what happened and what we our position would be. We would currently have $11,180 if we just left it in the S&P okay. 500 instead. So over a grand above the initial investment, which like that, we talk about the S&P, you're not going to get these wild highs and wild lows, but it, it, history has shown it to be a steady progression upward. Um, but fuck me, because I don't have any money anymore. We're at 7000 If we dip below 6000 Kenny, I don't know what I'm going to hell the hell I'm going to do with my life. Because we're, we're losing, man. I mean, that's a, a, that $1,000, that's like a 1% interest rate, but still over like what, like six-ish months? That's good. I mean, right? Like a that's bank's good. like, CDs are like, what, 2 or 3% interest, 1% interest? So, hey, it's a good investment. Maybe. I it's, don't know. Follow your heart. Yeah. Don't listen to our attorney in the beginning of the show and don't, don't listen to our advice. But- yeah, it's the the premises and like like you're investing in the market itself. Unless you think something, I mean something like a global pandemic uh, would force Facebook, Tesla, uh, Visa, fucking all these top companies to all go down, then you would lose money. And the S and P does go down all, all the time, um, and specifically on like uh, March fifteenth, the entire market crashed. Um, but Unless you think that all of these top performing companies are going to not meet their, you know, not be growing and improving, uh, it's it's a pretty safe thing to do, and it's it's a nice way. To, like we've been in it for you know six six months, and we've made about a grand. I've heard that the only way to become like independently wealthy is you need to be making money while you're sleeping. Have you heard that expression? I have not, but that makes total sense. Passive income. Yeah, passive income. This is something that if you had $10,000 laying around, instead of just keeping it in your savings account, you could put it in here. You risk losing it all, but you can make a steady flow of cash. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I've been doing this show for 36 goddamn episodes, and I barely I barely know anything. Although I am rich now. Did you know that? <laughs> you I are. am horrendously wealthy. Yeah, well, the Paper Jam, oh. Patreon, uh, Patreon. Can I say something? I'm not even, no, I don't, I don't want to do this as a plug for the Patreon, but one of the biggest questions that I hear people, like when people talk to me about the show, they're like, what even is a Patreon? What is that? I think because I, I have, I subscribe to one or two Patreons and I've figured it out, but I forgot that before I subscribed to those, I did not have any idea what it was. And I'm not trying to like plug the Patreon, but do you know what I mean? Have, has anyone said that to you? Yeah, I didn't understand either. So let me just quickly, if you're thinking, what is a Patreon? Essentially, 
at a base level, what it can be is that you subscribe to an artist and you give them five bucks a month and they make like, you know, Patreon's a website, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what we, three ninety nine a month and you get extra content. Sometimes they post it on Patreon, right? It's a website. You log on to Patreon, you see videos, but usually they'll send it out to you in an email, right? Hey, this person you support monthly made a new video, made a new podcast. With us specifically, what it means is that there is an additional podcast feed that you can get. If you go to patreon.com, you can listen to bonus episodes, or you can take the podcast RSS link, stick it in your Apple iTunes, and it's just another podcast you get weekly. Um, but you can only get that link if you sign up for the Patreon. Um, but it's simple. It's great. But you know what's maybe not simple and great? Mattel. Mattel. Mattel sucks. I didn't want to do this piece of shit company anyway. It was my idea to put it on the list, but I am so pissed that we did it. How did Mattel not make money on the week before Christmas? Okay, so here's what I do remember from my grad school project. Mattel has... uh, Mattel has financial problems, which is slightly different than potentially just people aren't buying toys. Companies can be structured incorrectly. Remember we were talking about Kraft Heinz? Mattel had a bunch of, I think, shitty financial structure where they were bleeding money the way the company was structured. So they went through a big restructuring. And so they're not losing as much money anymore. Um, But you, a baseline thing happened is that what is the kid's favorite toy these days? The iPad. Not Barbie, yeah. not Hot Wheels. It's the iPad. And you know who really hopped on that bandwagon? Hasbro. Hasbro's making digital content mm. stuff. So they Mattel's, are. Strategy, Mattel's strategy has been to create, this is what the CEO, CEO said, commercializing our brands and finding transform, transformative opportunities for us to be a part of other verticals that are directly adjacent to the toy industry is the future of our company, which is what Hasbro is doing, right? For instance, making an Uno game for your phone, making Uno as an mm. app, making an Uno game that has things you can purchase in it or like all kinds of stuff. How do you make Barbie? I think they, I think Mattel has a, television studio or barbie does so they have like making content off of their properties or toys they own fisher you know the lego movie where there's the fisher price movie yada yada, yeah, yada yeah 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 and 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 uh nintendo is doing the same thing they're like let's start doing movies let's start doing more games let's like commercialize this stuff well and i i thought i was going to say i was like why would anyone invest in Mattel anyway? Like the way things are going, do you really want to invest in like hard toys? Like when that's just clearly well, not where the world is going. But Mattel, I'm looking at it, and it's it's not higher than it, about five years ago in 2017. It was at about 30 bucks a share, but I realize it's at about 20 bucks a share when you know it used to be like 13, 12 dollars. It actually is kind mm-hmm. of at a high. It we just caught it unfortunately, and this is something that happens with the stock market when you take it in the micro as opposed to the macro. Our investment caught a down, a down, a downward tick and an overall upward, upward trend. Right, we caught that rare down spiral, even though it's going up overall. Um, And something that was all over the news when I searched for Mattel investment information. Are you ready for this? Because I was not expecting this. Mattel Creations teams up with VFriends to transform rare NFTs into physical Ugh. collectibles. So they're turning NFTs into <laughs> toys. And the other way around, uh, Mattel gains new revenue source 
from Hot Wheel NFTs. What? The NFT So they're was making collectible success. like things. It's 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 I was described by you on the Paper Jam Patreon bonus episode where you explain what NFTs are that it's like a digital version of a piece of art like the Mona Lisa. And what they're doing is they're saying, what if we took that NFT of the Mona Lisa but turned it into a painting? It's like that's what well, it was no. the first time. It's like NBA Top Shot. You know about that? Yes, I do. Well, do you want to NFTs to create trading cards, essentially, right? Yeah. Like NFTs, and some NFTs are like paintings. Some NFTs are, you know, fucking, you know, JPEGs, whatever. Art, another thing because it's creating art scarcity, art. rarity, proof. NBA Top Shot is trading cards that are digital, and so Mattel is like, you know what? Let's make fucking our things are collectibles. Our toys are collectibles. That is their old. That is kind of like they have this like sect. It's called like maddiescollector.com where you can go like they like have a whole website dedicated to their original He-Man toys from the 80s that people still collect. Yada, 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 yada. Um, but yeah, that's, a, you know, they're Seems overall. Like a gimmick. Maybe Mattel, they said, reported some of its highest quarterly revenues to date because of that stuff. So I don't know. But look, overall, Barbie is like going down and in general physical toys are just on their way out. And Mattel is, is trying to figure down? it out because Barbie hasn't changed since the 1950s. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exactly represent, I think, modern feminine ideals like it used to. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And last, last thing I haven't thought on, on Mattel, they have fucking mega blocks. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. I was a big Lego guy. Mega blocks are for babies. <laughs> they are mega blocks. They're just big it's so I don't choke on them. You would pull them aside and be like, dude, is everything okay? Are you okay? Oh, God. So that's what it's like in this house. Do you get your books at the library? I don't know. Mike, I don't think we'll ever do Lego because Lego is a private company. I thought it was public. Is it? Is this I how the show is? Well, one day. Is this what the show is? Uh, is it just us? No, this I, is a very... <laughs> Should you invest I feel like the past Lego? four episodes we've been like, we are really going off the rails. This one's just kind of, I think the holiday spectacular. Legos, is Legos, spectacular. Legos not a public stock. It's not? Damn. No. Well, Mike, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's put a bow on this Christmas present. <laughs> let's put a bow on this game. piece of crap. Go for it, Ken. You I would ready? love to play a game right now. That would fill me with joy. This is a little game called Am Mattelin the truth. <laughs> now okay. I have to I have to shout out to my uh, first semester grad school team. It was Sam, Lily, Patty, Ice, and Diego. Ice, I believe her actual name is Supachaya. She's from Thailand, but she had this joke. Uh, English wasn't her first language, and she used to kind of fuck with professors because she could say kind of wild shit, and they'd be like, oh, she doesn't know English. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly so what I'm doing. She started this giant presentation in front of like all the faculty going, let me tell you something. And they didn't <laughs> think the pun was on purpose, uh, but it was very much on purpose, and Just she was like, silent. wait, it was great. And like you can it's see nice the old man be like, oh, she must not know that, you know, that's what she Let said. me tell you about this. <laughs> so that's you just am snickering telling, behind her in line. I oh, am a yeah, telling the truth. Time, this is fairly simple. This is true or false. You're gonna tell me if this is a real brand 
board game product. Mattel just lists, they have this giant list of everything that like they are associated with. And so some of these are like brand names. Some of these are names of board games. Some of these are names of products. Um, And I have 25 of them for the 25 days till Christmas. Oh, I love that, Ken. I'm ready. This is a good one. I'm fairly proud of this list because (laughs) toys have crazy names. Yeah, they do. Number one, tumbling monkeys. Uh, What are the options? I say real or fake? Mm -hmm. Uh, Real. That is correct. Slam dunk. Real. Ooh, fake. Damn, I thought I remembered something like that. Okay. Bum rush. Real. Ooh, it's fake. Ah! Are you keeping tallies of this? I sure am. You've only oh, got damn. one right okay. so far. Double duty. Way to rub it in. Uh, fake. That's correct. Well, you nice. got it right that it's fake. Fart correct. knuckle. It's right. Uh, fake. You got me. Fart hubbub. For real. Yep, it is real. What's the hubbub? I need to see what that looks like. G- Gumbo Gulch. Uh, real. Oh, Michael, that's fake. Gumbo Gulch. Oh, right. come on. Pir- Piranha Panic. For real. Mm-hmm. That is real. I'm Sunnyside. looking at this hubbub get board game. This looks like the dumbest fucking game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Look this up online. Just have a hubbub game. It looks so pathetic. Keep going. I'm sorry. Created by the wonderful people at Mattel. It's hubbub. <laughs> I sold hubbub, oh. babe, to Mattel. This is just sticks and stones. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Little pinwheels. Mayflower 400. Yeah, man, they were playing this second oh. Mayflower. It's a game the pilgrims played? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, no okay. thanks. Bowling so, dice. Sunnyside. What do you think about Sunnyside? Fake. Oh, you got me. It is fake. Uh, that seemed like a Ken Gray fake out. Pickle up. Real. Oh, my Damn God. It. That's fake. All right. Think hard on this one. Dinky toys. Oh, <laughs> uh, real. It is real. Dinky toys. Dinky. Uh, <laughs> Lazy Jones. Dinky toys. Lazy Jones or Lazy Bones? Mm-hmm. Lazy Jones. Lazy Jones. Let's say fake. Yep, that's fake. Did you have crazy Run bones? I did have crazy bones. Crazy bones are fun. Dude, crazy bones. I fucked with crazy bones. They were those are collectible. Those are more expensive than NFTs these days. Keep it going. Crazy. This bones. is number thirteen. Pet Something. About, I'm so sorry to. I'm so sorry to do this again. But if you guys are at home, <laughs> Google crazy bones and tell me you don't want to just <laughs> pop one of these little guys in your mouth. I did. I when I was a kid, I would put these in my mouth. The the, <laughs> the green alien one. Oh my god, these look so delicious. They are oh, solid yeah, as know, a rock. I, I don't remember them being solid colors. I thought they were like painted. No, they were solid plastic colors. You got them a little pouch. They looked like a yeah, little you're right. Like you're eating a lot of goddamn ring pop. Oh god, they look delicious. Oh. Uh, speaking of delicious, Mike, what do you think about the name Pet Beans? Oh, uh, real. Yeah, that is. I you know I didn't know. Pet it's like beans. Is pet, is pet Beans a response to Pet <laughs> Rocks? <laughs> 
Uh, well, if they can sell trash, I, we can sell trash. <laughs> I'm in the business of selling trash. Pet I don't want when you search pet beans, nothing shows I can't up. find anything. So maybe, I don't know. I didn't make that up. All right. Okay, Mike. Smack pot. That's real. Nope, it's fake. God! <laughs> I'm just imagining lots of games with a big fake plastic hand smashing shit. Tic-tac-go. Real. Fake. Damn it! Round table. Fake. Correct, that That's is fake. Stupid name for a game! Tickle Johnny. <laughs> oh, please be real. <laughs> no, that's fake, of course. <laughs> you asshole. Astro High. Uh, fake. That's fake. I named that because they have a bunch of toys that are like, oh, you know, like Bibble High and their little dolls, you know? <laughs> um, sea Devils. Fake. Ooh, that is real. Damn. Flushing Frenzy. Real, real. Yeah, that's real. Flushing Frenzy. I have no I idea what that, that could be, is. but I actually feel like I have a memory of that. Flushing Frenzy. Let know, me quickly right? look it up. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I've never seen this, but it is I... sticking little poops in a toilet. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. That's got look Yankee Swap written Flushin all over. Frenzy. It. Let me see. Flushing. I'm just looking at these crazy bones and thinking we should write a we should write a screenplay <laughs> for a crazy bones movie and shop it around town. Think about it. No one's done it. They'd be down for a resurgence. Flushing frenzy. Don't roll your eyes at the. Oh my god, the turds like shoot out of the toilet. Poop game. Yeah, it's disgusting. Poop game. Well, Mike, do you remember you on Invader Zim when they would drink oh. poop cola? Me love poop just... cola. <laughs> This podcast just be us like free associating memories. <laughs> I don't care, but I watched that show and I saw drink poop cola like on a poster in a kid's room. I lost it. Keep it going. Skateboard gang. Fake. Oh, real. Snowboard kids. Oh, the great video game. Keep going. El Elton John's flushable wipes for seniors. <laughs> oh no, those are fake. <laughs> Oh, you know, John's all over the place your, these days. When you have yourself a little rocket man, make sure you have my wipes <laughs> in your hands. Boom! In your pocket. When you have a little rocket man, make sure you have my wipes in your pocket, man. You got it. It's fake. <laughs> um, Dino Riders. Fake. Mm, it's real, Mike. Dino Riders. That sounded real. Dino Riders. Squawk. Squawk real. Yep, that is real. And now is, Dino Riders is more of a coloring book than a game, but keep going. Well, it's just the general <laughs> brands they own. The final one. This is 25. Is this real or fake? Let me guess. Baby Bimpkin Bubby Bumper. I almost wrote that. I almost did, but instead. I have this. And I want you to think long and hard about this. Okay. Santa squeeze. Ooh. Real. Michael, congratulations <gasps> on getting it wrong. 
No! Santa Squeeze. I don't really know what you would do or how that works, but um, all right. How did I do? 12, 13, 14, 15. You got 15 out of 25. You got above 50%, which means in my book, you win. Congrats to C plus for me. Merry Christmas. Well, damn, Ken. Well, I, I'm, this was great, um, but I'm sad that this brings the end of the, the holiday spectacular. Uh, the game is over. We we did all the stuff. It's kind of like that moment on Christmas or your holidays that you celebrate where you're surrounded by the wrapping paper and you got everything you wanted, but there is still that moment of like, God, like, is there anything I like missed? You know, that moment where you would open your presents to the tree and be like, just hope that you missed one or forgot one. Yeah. There's that, there's that sad moment when you, you open that last gift and then you just, I don't know if you've ever had this thought and you go, well, 364 days from now, I guess we'll do this all yep. over again. A hundred percent. When you were a kid, it was way more exciting for me. Now it's just like, ugh, I don't want to buy shit for the people I care about. They know I care about them. Don't they? Well, Mike, I think I, I forget if we talked about this. I think we did at some point, maybe on the candy cane Patreon, but to me, Christmas has become, and the holiday season in general has become less about the holiday itself and the holiday yes. season, you know? Yes. The Christmas spectacular and the holiday spectacular and all that stuff, because it really ended up, it ended up just being a Christmas spectacular. <laughs> it was just <laughs> kind of... Through through. Yeah, it was a Christmas spectacular, and, the, the, and there really wasn't anything to it. It was just more every single week we said, what's your favorite holiday snack? Um, we did classic trying to be woke guy stuff. They're like, yeah, and Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, and I, and then do, well, I kept wanting to do holiday Hanukkah games, and I said, I said to myself, this feels borderline offensive. I don't know why. I just feel like <laughs> me doing this can't be can't be good. But well, yeah, no. But Ken, I couldn't agree with you. As as thirty year old men, I agree. Like Christmas Day is coming up, and I'm a little less as less excited for Christmas day as I have been just thoroughly enjoying myself. You know, I got, I've been getting to see a lot of people that I really do love and care about. And you see some, you know, I live in California. I'm so far away from my, my friends out here. I got to see some nice friends the other day in Nashua, New Hampshire, and seeing some great family members that I love and care about. And I, I'm, I'm getting sad to see the holiday season coming to an end. Are, are you, do you have anything left on your bucket list before the holidays over? Or did you do anything special this past week that you just felt really festive about? You know, I just had a great time down here with uh, one of his family here in the uh, East Carolinas. It's a beautiful part of the country. Um, you've you've been here as well. This sort of between like, um, you know, it's 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 a beautiful part of the country. Had a really great time. Had some just like nice, good meals. Played some simple games. You know, when you're a kid, it's all about the toys. When you're an adult, it's all about the time. When you're adult, you're, when your kid is about the toys, when you're growing up, it's about the boys and the girls. No. And you're, you're <laughs> the Christmas hole is back. Um, we gotta well, get out of here. Yeah, we do gotta get out of here. But I'm I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss Santa Claus and Bingle the Clown. And you know, if you do, you know, this is the end of the holiday spectacular. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe if enough people comment that they hated it and they don't want us to do it again, <laughs> we won't do it. But if you still want more, you guys can go to patreon.com slash the paper jam pod and listen to the bonus episode where Kenny and I are going to talk about uh, good adult gifts and Yankee swap secret Santa kind of gifts. Uh, Cause I have some personal questions that I need, I need to uh, kind of solve for me. And last thing, Ken, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but uh, the best Christmas I ever had was I did have a, there's one last gift moment where I, opened up all my gifts and it was, it was fine. I was never super picky about what I got, but 
somehow we opened all the gifts and my dad was like, oh, Mike, I think you might have missed something. And he was covering behind the tree a gift with a blanket. And I, and I was like, what? All the gifts were done. This is probably 25 minutes after. And I opened up and it was a brand new snowboard when I had been snowboarding <sighs> for long enough that my parents saw me actually working hard at it. And they got me a snowboard and it was the greatest Christmas ever. Uh, and then I outgrew it one year later. Very expensive. Wow. They were very, very pleased. <laughs> but that's what the holiday season is all about. And if you guys are listening to this, maybe it's 2021, maybe it's 2022. The, the good thing about the Holiday Spectacular, Ken, is it's always here for people when they need a little something special. Uh, and I hope you guys all enjoy the holidays with your, your friends and your loved ones uh, and, and try to make somebody smile today or try to, you know, I know we don't want to get gifts for people unless you're somebody who likes getting gifts. I, for one, get overwhelmed. But get, get that gift. Show that person that you love and care about that you love and care about them. You know? Yeah. Is this thing still rolling? I think so. Holiday Let's season, everyone. <laughs> well, happy, happy holiday spectacular. Ken, there's not a single person in the world I could think of, uh, you know, being happier to spend this holiday spectacular with. It was you. Thanks for being such a great guest. Oh, every buddy. These two episodes where we didn't have guests. It was just great. <laughs> Same to you. There's no other person I'd rather be doing a podcast with than you, my friend. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for, thank you so, so much for listening. I saw we're, we're getting some new, uh, ratings. People are giving us five stars and commenting on the show. Uh, it, that, that is so, so fucking awesome for people who are doing that. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And thank you guys to check out those comments too. Um, and enjoy the holidays and we'll see you next week. Bye. Christmas goblin, he's in my front yard. He's eating Christmas meat, his dick is rock hard. He smokes a long pipe, he scuttles through my trash. He says he knows how to drive, but he always crash. He wields a jolly blade, he's now inside my house. He has my ID and access to my bank account. We drink a cold beer, he watches Instagram. I jig to Irish music, he eats a Christmas ham, alright. a black Camaro, he has a secret wife, he rents some VHS tapes but he never rewinds, he always leaves a penny, he knows his fucking rights, he's never been to Danny's but he loves the neon lights, he's got an art degree, he likes the moody blues, stole my identity and got himself a share tattoo, he drives the women crazy, he drives the children home, he does a cannonball into a pool of cheap cologne.
Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. That's it for this. Audio.